Turn in your, your Bibles. I can't remember what book. To Philippians chapter 3. And we're going to start with verse 17. And then we're going to go back and do um, 7 through 14. Um, I, I really, and I do this a lot. This is why I don't have a lot of, like, like a lot of very organized people have notes and they put it on the, the thing up here and everything. I usually don't know exactly what I'm going to preach until Sunday morning. Sometimes I don't even know what I'm going to preach till I'm walking up to preach. So, and I'm not, I'm not kidding. Um, you know, I'm just goofy. But um, I just knew this morning that, that coming into this resurrection season, we really need to come out of this resurrection season. Then you ain't seen nothing. May is all about revival and prayer and power and grace and healing. And um, yeah, um, so the next couple of months are, are, are going to be powerful, powerful, powerful times. But when I talk about resurrection, is everybody listening? I'm talking about resurrection from the dead. I'm not talking about some cute little Easter story or, or cantata. Um, I'm going to be honest, all those things kind of get on my nerves. But, but I'm talking about Jesus Christ rose again from the dead like he told us he was going to. Because of that, and what I want you to hear this whole month is God can raise whatever is dead in your life if you'll let him. Please hear what I'm saying. Please hear what I'm saying. Because a lot of people say amen in church, but when they go home, it's like, oh my. And I'm not busting your chops. I'm there too. I struggle with stuff too. There's stuff in my life that, that man, I, I don't mind. But that doesn't, that's not an excuse. I want to start out today in 17. And it, it actually should say, let me start here. Follow me. Christians, you who call yourselves Christians, that should be what you're all about. You should be looking at every person around you and saying, follow me. I am so done with this, well, don't follow me, follow Jesus. No, I'm following Jesus. If you need footsteps, follow mine because I'm following in his Quit being a wimp. Grow up in the Lord. Decide. I'm going to exact the footsteps, the mindset, the relationships, the power, the faith of Jesus Christ. We've got too many people running around saying, I'm a Christian. But we really don't have the intention and, and, and the desire to follow in his footsteps. So we don't dare tell other people to follow me. We should all be saying, 
If you can't say that, get saved. Oh, well, that's harsh, Pastor. No. When we are actually born again, we don't want anything in our lives but Jesus Christ. Hear me. Hear me. It's time to, well, Pastor, you don't understand my life. I don't care. It's not that I don't care about you, but that's an excuse. And that's an excuse that Satan gets a hold of. And somehow in your mind, that becomes okay. Then you put yourself in and around a bunch of wimpy Christians and it becomes okay for everybody. That's why nobody likes me. I ain't never going to be a wimpy Christian. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do y'all still kind of love me? You ain't heard nothing yet. You see, it's time, guys. It's time. It's time for our lives to be about Jesus and not about us. If you go around taking your emotional, spiritual pulse all the time, or you go around with a little chip on your shoulder, or you go around and every time somebody says something you don't like, your feelings are hurt, you know, and you lose your salvation because you're all upset, get saved and grow up. Please hear me. I don't say that in an ugly way. I say that because you want, so often people say, well, you know, you talk like that. They may not come to church. Well, if that's where they are, they need to stop wasting their time. Do you understand what I'm saying? You know, I am not here. God did not call me to coddle. If I've got to feed you the bottle, there's something wrong in your spiritual lives. Does that make sense, guys? Please understand. Please hear me. Don't just say, wow, that was a powerful sermon. Who cares what the sermon was like? This is for us. This is for me. This is for you. We need to be people who step up for everybody around us. Some of us have heathen spouses. They need us to step up. I'm gonna get an amen. You hear me? They need that. Some of us have kids that are just hellions. They need that, folks. I keep hearing stuff from people, well, you know, they don't like church. I don't care. I'm your parent. JC, you say stuff. I don't want to go. It's boring. Okay. Get in the car. Well, I don't want to. Then I'll throw you in the car. You weren't given to me for you to parent me, I was given you to parent you. And we've lost that not only in the world, but in the church. Folks, you only got so much time to love and lead these children in Christ. Because it used to be 18 they left. Now it's six. Just kidding. But it is 16, isn't it? 
But it's 14, isn't it? Amen? We need to be their examples. Everything they see in the home needs to be Jesus Christ. If they're not seeing Jesus Christ, you need to get down on your knees and get it right. If they see this trash where they go to church and I love moms that are getting on their kids. You need to the phone ring. Hello? Where'd that person come from? You know? But thank God that never happened spiritually in our lives, amen? Thank God they never see me talking to my spouse or they never see me, you know, thank God. It happens sometimes, but the bottom line is it shouldn't. And there is no excuse for acting like hell and then trying to tell our kids about heaven. Are you with me? The way that happens is through resurrection. And let me help you with something. Resurrection's not something that happens, oh, someday I'll get there. No. If someday I'll get there is your mantra, then you need to get properly saved. Oh, well, you know, nobody's perfect. I don't know. My Bible says be perfect. Well, everybody sins. Okay. But should a Christian be okay with sin? Should a Christian be okay with any area of our lives that does not reflect the holiness of Jesus Christ? We shouldn't. And if it's there, today's a good day to deal with it. Today's a good day to deal with it. And you online, you ain't getting away with it either. (laughs) Glad I'm not there. Oh no, you're here. This is as much for you as it is anybody here. Somebody said, man, he's gunning for bear today. No, I'm gunning for sin. Okay, it's time for this stuff to stop. Amen? In our Bibles, the next verse is uh, 3-7. I love how Paul goes into this thing, and I'd love to have time to explain what's above it. He's talking about all these people that kind of bring this trash into your lives, and we need to detect goofiness. We need to detect sin. We need to detect those that will kind of put something in our lives that lead us away from Jesus. But I I don't have time this morning. Whatever were gains to me in this crazy world, I now consider that loss for the sake of Jesus Christ. Next verse. What is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things, I consider them rubbish, garbage, dung, whatever you want to call it, that I may gain Christ. And folks, this happens at salvation. You see, there's too many people who ask Jesus into their life, but they're still in control. If he is not Lord first, most important in your life, even more important than you and your children, then he ain't there. Well, that hurts my feelings. Well, okay. 
Sometimes Jesus comes to me and hurts my feelings too. Some mornings I'm on the couch drinking coffee. <laughs> I do drink coffee when I get up in the morning and have my time. Of course, then I drink it all day long. But he looks at me and says, dude, you're a fraud. You're a hypocrite. You're thinking this or you're doing this or you're relating to people this. And the bottom line is, that's not me. That's sin. Let me help you with something. If it's not him, it's sin. There is no such thing as sorta. It either is holy or it's sin. And the wages of sin is death. Please hear me. Please hear me. When the disciples came to Jesus, they immediately left the nets of this world. All the things that were important to them to follow in his footsteps because of what is important to him. Are you with me? You see, we got a lot of people calling themselves saved, and it's still all about them. There's sin in their minds and hearts and lives and lifestyles, but somehow that's okay. And I want you to understand, that's a satanic manipulation of your mind. It's not okay. Whatever it is, whatever your excuse is, and I don't care what they call themselves, if they go along with your excuse, you need to find new friends or family. Are you with me? I'm not being mean. I'm not being mean. You need to find somebody that's going to look at you and say, you're being a dingbat. Amen? You know, I got one tells me all the time. She's sitting right there on the front row. And she, look at her smiling. She ain't smiling when she does that. No, sir. Verse 9, and be found in him not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law. Let me talk to old Christians for a second. There's too many old Christians that are Galatian Christians. In other words, they decided what I'm going to do is I'm going to follow a few rules. I grew up with that. Some of the meanest, nastiest people I ever met in my life followed the rules. They didn't do this. They didn't do that. They did this. They did that. But they didn't know Jesus at all. They were nasty. There was always, they were always after the preacher. That's when I decided to be the meanest person on earth. Because I said, you know what? I ain't having that in my church. You may not like me, but you ain't dumb enough to tell me. No, I'm serious. It doesn't belong. It does not belong. When somebody walks in these doors, what they should hear is the love and grace of Jesus Christ, not, well, the preacher's a jerk. Even though he is. But you hear what I'm saying? Amen? You gotta say, I don't care what you do and you don't do. Here's the one thing you do. You follow in the footsteps of Jesus Christ through the word of God, through God's Holy Spirit. 
What happened in the church of Nazarene was they had all these rules. Don't, 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 don't. Then they, God changed his mind somehow and they were okay. It was okay to do it. They didn't know how to do it. So they were going all, to all these movies with all this cussing and nakedity and all that kind of stuff. And the bottom line is they didn't know how to deal with it because they never knew how to follow the leading of God's Holy Spirit. Are you with me? Find the voice of God in your life. Know how to follow him fully and faithfully. Then you will know how to deal with life. Are you with me? Amen. But that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God on the basis of faith. This ain't easy. Because my wife always says it, she's so cute when she said she grew up Catholic. And that's all right. But what's neat about the Catholics is they tell you exactly what to do and what not to do. And she liked that because then she didn't have to think or pray. You understand what I'm saying? Nazarenes did the same thing. That's us, Bob. I don't talk about it much. But you need to hear what I'm saying. You want healing? You want to move past the junk? You want to move past the stuff that really doesn't matter and doesn't count? Find what God would have you to do and believe in what God has called you to do. And let me help you with something. Every time he calls you to do something, it's impossible. He doesn't call you to something easy so you can become a sissy. He calls you to stuff that you can't actually do. And here's the other thing you need to understand. The people around you are going to think you're a nut. You hear what I'm saying? He's just a Jesus freak. Well, what better thing to be than a Jesus freak? Well, he's taking this thing too far. Jesus took it all the way to his death on a cross. I ain't seen any of us do that yet. You understand what I'm saying? There ain't no such thing. Hear what I'm saying. Find out what God wants you to do and don't go talk to the preacher. Just do it. What I mean by that is don't be doing stupid and then I'll have to talk to you. But hear what I'm saying. You can't become dependent on me. The people I'm reading about in the word of God step out and they're not dependent on people or denominations or mission societies. They're people who step out. And God wants me to do this. God will provide. Do you know how few people I know who actually do that? Ooh, that was mean. But you want to be a great man or woman of God? You want to find out what faith really is? You really want to know about the power and provision of God? Step out where you know you can't and let him provide for you whatever is necessary so you can. Amen? It's powerful. It's wonderful. It's cool. It's where we're supposed to be. Then those around you, at first they'll think he or she is nuts. After a while, they're like, oh, that's cool. And they may look at you and say, I want a piece of that. Amen? Next verse. I want to know Christ. Yes, 
to know the power of his resurrection. Now, here's the part. I'm gonna erase this next part, okay? I want this next part out of the Bible. Is that okay? If I just take a piece out of the Bible? Well, some of you are saying no, like I actually mean that. Come on. But this is the hard part because you know where you experience the resurrection most powerfully? Huh? Death and suffering. Are you with me? And that's not what we want to hear. I just want to sprinkle fairy dust on myself and everything be fine and there'll be no challenges or no obstacles or no people. But that ain't real, is it? Here's the cool part. When you step out in faith and righteousness in the will of God, in the word of God, and th- people get in your way, and things get in your way, and you ain't got no money, and, and you're wondering how this is going to happen, but you believe, and you keep walking, and you keep doing it, and God comes in resurrection, and power, and glory, and grace, and all of a sudden, it's done, baby. It's done. You want a great life? Step out. Step up. Step in. Quit sitting there sucking your thumb. No, I'm serious. There's a lot of Christians. Well, I don't know what to do. Yeah, yes, you do. You know exactly what to do. You're just afraid. Amen? I'm sorry. I'm yelling at you. His sufferings, becoming like him, and that whatever the rest of that says in his death. Verse 11. And so somehow attaining to the resurrection from the dead. I'm looking forward to that. Wait till next week's sermon. Next week's sermon is about the fact that even when I croak, I ain't dead. This heart might start beating. I'm just going to be up there under the tasty cake tree, just eating away, baby. Just eating away. You know what I'm saying? I can't do it here. But man, I'm looking forward. I just love them crimpets and crumpets and, and all them different, and them pies. Oh, anybody else like them pies? You know, that's going to be heaven to me. Be like my grandson. Um, what's my grandson's name? Elijah. Man, when he eats, he just, my man just eats it all. He eats the whole pot. You know, that's the way I'm going to be in heaven. I don't know about you, but I'm looking forward to that. I don't know about you, but this is a good day to make sure that's happening. Amen? Great day to Next verse, please. Not that I have already obtained it. At least y'all have, and I'm, yeah. no, I'm just kidding. All this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on. Understand, sometimes you're going to fall flat on your face. I'm sorry. I wish I could tell you you're never going to fall flat on your face. I wish I could tell you like Tony Robbins tells you, you're never going to be. No, I'm just kidding. But I want you to understand, you're going to fall down. You're going to get a boo-boo. You're going to have problems. You're going to have struggle. You're going to have people. There's going to be stuff. But I press on. i say it again. I press on. Don't quit to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of for me. 
He went all the way to the cross to die for my sin. And then on the third day, he rose again from the grave so I might too. There may be times, hear what I'm saying. Hear what I'm saying. You may have or you may do bad, dumb, sinful, goofy, embarrassing things. You that have done that, please say amen. Amen. The rest of you are lying. Don't quit. Don't quit. There may be days that you doubt. There may be days you wonder, is this stuff for real? Was this really his call? Is this really what he wants me to do? Is this really where he wants me to go? And here's the coolest part. If you step up and go, are you listening to me? If you step up and go, even if you went the wrong direction, he's got this wonderful ability to change your direction. Listen, I went into youth ministry one time. One good. One good. Didn't belong there. Got there. Preacher got all jealous, you know, because I got no personality. So he got all jealous. And it was just, it was just goofy. Wasn't what I was supposed to do. You know what I did? I sat around and pouted. No, I quit. You get, you get me? You feeling me as a kid say? You quit. But you don't quit. You quit and do something else. Eventually, you're going to get it. Sometimes it takes a couple tries. But that ain't sin. That's humans trying to do what God would have us to do. Are you with me? Understand. <coughs> Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind. I've really done some dumb, sinful things. Anybody else? Here's the cool part. When Jesus Christ comes into my life, that's all gone. That's all forgiven. That's all covered. I don't have to sit around and worry about that. Amen? Please hear what I'm saying. There's some folks that are hanging on from, to, uh, to sin that they did 976,000 years ago because Satan reminds them <coughs> they can't let it go. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And take hold. Where am I at? Forgetting what lies behind. Straining. That means working. If you ain't straining, you ain't working. Toward what is ahead. Last verse. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. God help us. God help us to take hold of that call. What's your call? Well, I go to church. So does the devil. What does God want you to do in the church? What does God want you to do in your neighborhood? What does God want you to do at work? What does God want you to do? 
Listen. Do. Do and talk ain't the same word. We church people are good at talking. You, you had to have been there. When I came back in the church of Nazarene, they kicked me out once and let me back in. Actually, actually, they called me back. I probably, I don't know how many churches we went to. And all of one, oh, we want to be a disciple-making church. We want to be an evangelistic church. We want to be a prayer church. We want to be a healing church. And after a while, I just said, stop. And the DS was like, I said, no. If you actually wanted to be that, you would already be that. And I just say to them, listen, do you realize what's got to change for that to become true? And they'd, some of them would sit up and I'd say, listen, the time and effort and prayer it's going to get, take to get there. You got to understand, this is going to be hard work, Jack. You know, you can be offended all day long, thinking neurotically that you're that, but the bottom line is you're not. If you were, you wouldn't be calling me. You'd be calling somebody really good. Same with your individual life. Whatever God is calling you and telling you to be, you need to step up and be it. And it's going to be hard work. And you're going to have to strain. And it's going to cost you everything. But the bottom line is, if you're willing to give up everything and die in Christ, be crucified in Christ, he will provide you everything you need to be everything he created you to be. How about today, kids? Are you there? Are you there? Here's a bigger question. Do you want to be there? Have you decided you're going to be there? Or have you decided that your mediocrity is okay? Are you in the center of doing God's will? Or are you just stuck in the mode of thinking about it? Or even, please don't take this wrong, praying about it. Gazillions of people I know have been praying about it for 972 years. And they've never stepped up and done it. They've never decided. Today's the day. I'm stepping up. I'm going to find it. I'm going to do whatever he would have me to do. I'm going to be exactly what who, the person he would have me to be, and I'm going to do exactly what he calls me to do. So, well, preacher, this, this has been a tough message. Good. Let me help you with that. God puts me through it first, so I just think you need some of that. The bottom line is, it's time to stop talking. It's time to stop thinking. I'm not saying it's time to stop praying, but it's time to stop praying to nothing. Is there things in your life that don't belong? Today's the day to say, you know what? That junk's got to go. And by the grace of God, let it go. 
You know, I'm not even sure I'm in Christ. I'm not even sure that, that I'm where I want this. Today's a good day to get saved. Because if you're saved, this is what you want. Oh, but I said a few words when I was four. Who cares? Are you saved today? Amen? Let's all stand. Today's the day to stop fooling. Today's the day to stop talking. Today's the day to stop wishing. Wish I was this or wish I was doing that. Wish I was dealing with this in my life. Today's the day to do it. We're going to sing this song. And if you'd like to kneel at these altars, and don't be afraid of that. I'm not going to ask you for $10,000 for the building fund. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to pray for you. And then after service, if you've got questions, don't hesitate. Don't hesitate. We can tackle anything by the grace of God. Amen. you're not really there or don't even desire it, desire it, today's a day to get right with God so that God can place that seed in your heart and your mind so that you passionately want everything he has for you. If there's stuff that just doesn't belong, today's the day to say, you know what, enough of that junk. Today's the day. You're welcome to these altars for whatever you know God needs to do in your life today.